Hey guys, this is Liz and Dan from Replay Goulburn coming back at you with another podcast. Um, I've decided to call these ones Did You Know? So why not? Trivia, Did You Know? Um, Alright, so on a previous podcast we did The Crow, um, which is one of Dan's all-time favourite movies. We're Should gonna, be everybody's favourite movie. <laughs> uh, we're going to just slowly work through some, some ones. Like I said, we're on lockdown. We've got nothing better to do apparently at 2 o'clock in the morning than sit up and read trivia about stuff. So let's get to it. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to talk about Van Helsing, 2004 movie starring Kate Beckinsale and Hugh Jackman. Um, this is something that I love, this movie. Um, Dan, how do you feel about the movie? Is this one that you're into you like it's fine yeah it's, i only recently watched it again a couple um couple weeks back so as you do every month yeah why not oh look i've got all these streaming services with all these new things to watch let's watch an old favorite Alrighty, so we've got 69 trivia items to get to nine of which are spoilers so as with the previous one if you haven't seen the movie i will tell you when we're getting to the spoilers um and you can choose to opt out listening when we get to there. But don't do that until the end because we want you to listen as much as possible. Alrighty, let's get to this and we're going to discuss some bits and pieces and <clears throat> see how we go. Alrighty, so first one we've got here is Stephen Summers, who I am just going to quickly do a look up. Um, I'm guessing he would be... Oh, he also... He was the writer for The Mummy. Maybe Ooh. that's why, yeah. So I'm guessing he was probably... Producer, yep, yep. So he was a producer on this movie. Uh, so Stephen Summers deliberately chose to avoid the style of transformations from other werewolf films where the character would usually grow hair as part of the change. Instead, the decision was made to have the character rip his skin off to reveal the werewolf form underneath, going with the idea that the beast comes from within. I really did like the way they did this as well. It's got good... um good graphic technique to it but yeah the the whole thing is is literally they do they just start ripping yeah, the yeah. skin and you just see everything from underneath come and then vice versa i'm pretty sure when they go back when they go back down i think it just slowly transforms but yeah the the beast coming from within does definitely stand out uh the place where van helsing and anna fight dracula's three brides is the same place where frankenstein 1931, Dracula 1931, and The Wolfman 1941 were filmed. The set is called The Court of Miracles and is part of the studio tour at Universal Studios Hollywood. Fun fact, I have actually been there. When I went to the States, I remember going on the Universal Studios tour, and yes, there was The Court of Miracles, and because instantly I just thought of The Hunchback of Notre Dame, because it's <laughs> what it's called, but it's completely different to that. Um, but it's used in a couple of other movies as well. Obviously, they're referencing the monster movies because it's a monster movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I have been there, and it's like the little fountainy area and everything, and it's magnificent what they can do with stuff and make it look fancy. Yeah. Uh, during filming, Hugh Jackman accidentally broke an extra's hand. <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, Stephen Summers wanted Kate Beckinsale for the role of Anna, but feared it was too similar in tone to the vampire werewolf film Underworld, which she was shooting at the same time, so he didn't ask her. Eventually, her agent got Summers on um, to send the script, and Beckinsale immediately signed on. Um, yeah, because they were. They were literally the um, same year after so underworld was yeah. 2003 and then van helsing 2004 so you, you get actors that go for that sort of role but she pulls it off 
Um, the film was intended to start as a series of Van Helsing adventure movies. However, the reviews were bad and box office returns were far below expectations. All plans for a sequel were dropped within several days of the film's opening. Wow. Yeah. I don't exactly know what you could – like, I, I get the idea with it, but, you know, you've, you've got your big – You've, you've got Dracula and a werewolf. Like, that's your big boys yeah. right off the bat. Where else could you go? Like, it, you'd almost have to go down a supernatural line of finding other monsters that he would hunt. Because at the start of the movie, he's hunting um, Dr. Jekyll, which yeah, is the yeah, Jekyll yeah. and Hyde thing. And it's only sort of brief, briefly branched over. And it is implied that that's what he does is he goes and hunts down other sort of supernatural monsters and creatures and everything. And obviously we've also got Frankenstein in this as well. So that would have been interesting too. Uh, in interviews, Kate Beckinsale had said she hated the course that she had to wear for most of the shooting. When the film finally wrapped, she wanted to burn it all. <laughs> it does look rather uncomfortable. Uh, Josie <clears throat> Marin, Sylvia Coloca and Elena Anan. And Anaya did all of their own stunts for the flying scenes. I'm assuming they would be, but in saying that, I'm pretty sure Isla Fisher was one. I thought Isla Fisher was one of the brides. Just from memory. Alira. Oh, maybe she wasn't. She looks like Isla Fisher, but very different but i thought it was but no that makes sense they're all the three brides so yeah i was incorrect uh-huh. oh, ha, ha. Oh, whoops i'm on the wrong trivia page um <clears throat> the second to last scene of x2 x-men united cyclops wolverine and professor x discussing jean jean gray was filmed while hugh jack hugh jackman had a day off from this movie <laughs> as the most a lot of people do that i know that um uh, one of the pirate movies, Johnny Depp Johnny, yeah. was also doing Sweeney Todd. So while he's dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow in between, yeah, in between takes, he's singing his um, yes, singing his Sweeney Todd music. Uh, while preparing for the ballroom scene, Stephen Summers had Rick, Richard Roxburgh, Kate Beckinsale. And Elena practiced dancing for several hours every day so their performance would be flawless. Uh, the North American DVD sales were $65 million in the first week, which is more than half the revenue from the theatre runs. That's pretty impressive to have, um, yeah, shit that much. And that was just North America. So imagine what it would have been doing for everything else. Uh Dr. Frankenstein's lab was equipped with antique medical equipment purchased on eBay. Because I guess where else are you going to go? Dracula's diminutive henchmen, the Dwerger, or Dwergy, I think they were calling them. Yeah, are actually dwarfs from Germanic folklore. Uh, Shula Hensley, playing Frankenstein's monster, also stood in as a body double for the CG Mr. Hyde for fight scenes between him and Van Helsing. Shula wore a cardboard cutout with Mr. Hyde's face on top of his head so Hugh Jackman could have a point of reference when looking at his face. So let's just check out. Because I know he, uh, Frankenstein was uh, Frankenstein's monster, I should say, was actually generally pretty beefy. Um, so let's just have a look and see if he was actually 
big because I know they should. Oh, it's six foot four. That's pretty decent, I guess. <laughs> um, I know. I'm pretty sure what they did for um Ultron in the Avengers movies because he was so tall was they had him wearing like a headband that had like another like couple of inches of wire that then had like tennis balls on top of it and that was the point reference for the eyes and a lot of the actors couldn't take it seriously uh the role of Igor was written specifically for Stephen Summers friend and frequent collaborator Kevin J O'Connor now Dan do you know who Kevin J O'Connor is nope Sounds like I should. He's Benny from The Mummy. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, when you said O'Connor, all I heard, all I thought was Brendan Fraser. Oh uh, yeah, no, no, no. Because he's no. O'Connor. Kevin, Kevin J. O'Connor um, was Benny in The Mummy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was Igor in this, which is quite, <laughs> okay. quite funny because that's why I remember looking at it and I'm like, I know you from somewhere. Where do I know you from? Um. <clears throat> Alright, so Stephen Summers claimed in an interview he changed the main character's name from Abraham Van Helsing to Gabriel Van Helsing as he did not think he could have had a lead character named Abraham. The Irishman who wrote Dracula, Bram Stoker, named the character after himself, Bram being a shortening of Abraham. So, and... Oh, that'll probably go into spoilers too much, but Gabriel was a very fitting name for the line that they went down with this movie. Uh, this is the first movie, other than the Lord of the Rings films, to use the massive software program developed for the Lord of the Rings trilogy. There you go. Um, though there is no actual title card, the title can be seen on a wanted poster as soon as the film turns to card. Ah, yeah, that's true. So you know how normally movies like will have the title of the movie pop up at some point? This doesn't have it. All it is is when he goes past his wanted poster and it's got wanted Ben Helsing. And that's what he does. And then it's like in black and white. And yeah. they see that and he sees it, rips it down, and then it goes into colour and starts the movie. Hmm. Um, according to Elena Anai and Anaya, one of the vampire brides, on her first day she was told that someone would give her a cue to say her lines, that someone turned out to be Hugh Jackman at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the grey werewolf featured earlier in the film, which is the one that bites Falcon, was intentionally designed to resemble Rick Baker's werewolf creation from the film An American Werewolf in London. At the time the movie takes place, Transylvania did not belong to Romania, but to Austria-Hungary Empire. Uh, it only became part of Romania in 1918. Uh, the Transylvanian town built for this movie is to be the basis for a television series. According to the producers, it was too good to just tear down. Uh, the uh, spin-off television series was pitched to NBC. To have been called Transylvania, it was to have featured a Wild West sheriff taken to Europe to battle monsters with occasional guest appearances by Hugh Jackman as Gabriel Van Helsing. The series idea was stillborn, partly because makeup, effects and location shooting in Romania would have been too expensive and partly because the film's opening weekend box office was far below expectations, which also doomed a proposed sequel to the film. Like I was saying, I don't I don't think that they could actually... I don't know if you could do a sequel for it, just purely for the fact that, like I said, you've brought your big guns out in one. Like, you would literally just be finding things for the sake of finding things. I think it did well just keeping it one. 
Uh, Sylvia, is, who's one of the vampire brides, is terrified of heights and joked in an interview that she wasn't acting for the scene where Verona and Alira are hanging upside down. Uh, at some point in pre-production, a cameo appearance by the Gill Man from Creature from the Black Lagoon was slated to appear in the underground cave where Van Helsing and Anna discover Frankenstein's monster. However, this idea was dropped before filming began, and Stephen Summers once uh, was once rumoured to be attached to a remake of Creature. Uh, right before Dracula says, I give you Van Helsing in front of the other vampires, you can hear trumpets play the first musical phrase from the song Castle Dracula from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Uh, David Wenham's character. So they had some good, like this literally had Dracula, Dracula, Richard Roxborough was, um, he's an Aussie. Hugh Jackman playing Van Helsing is an Aussie. Um, David Wenham, who plays um, the monk, um, who, uh, yeah, Carl, um, he is basically with Van Helsing for majority of the movie as his go-to go-to person, like his little sidekick, uh, also an Australian. So it's quite interesting when you get them that they have Aussies coming in for all of it. It's good to see the Aussies get out there. Uh, so yeah, David Wenham's character Carl is named after Carl Lemel, the head of Universal Studios during the time that Frankenstein, Dracula and the Wolfman were made. Uh, Hugh Jackman had hair extensions added for filming. It's not a wig, that's nice. Hair extensions. I like it. Uh, while the film is a homage to the 1930s and 40s Universal Monster Horror films, the inclusion of Mr. Hyde is an oddity, as he was never one of the Universal Monsters roster. Instead, the films based on Hyde during that time were made for Universal's rival MGM. However, in 1953, Universal did feature the monster in the comedy Abbott and Costello Meet Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Uh, despite popular online rumours stating that uh, stating this was originally planned as a direct sequel to Dracula in 1992, with Anthony Hopkins reprising the role, this is not the case. Stephen Summers thought up the concept for the film while vacationing after he had completed The Mummy Returns. There you go. Interesting. Well, that explains Benny being in there because it yeah. did say that he often collaborates with Stephen Summers. So, uh, the film was storyboarded and pre-visualized with the antenna shooting the film in their anamorphic 2.35 format, like Stephen Summers' previous films. The aspect ratio was changed to 1.85 in order to better accommodate Dracula's vertically oriented castle without having to extend the sets. Uh, Mr. Hyde appears to be modelled after the late French professional wrestler Andre, famously known as Andre the Giant, which I did think it's got that build. Uh, it is often worth noting that while the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde takes place in London, Van Helsing encounters character in Paris, though he does mention running into Hyde in London. Uh, Kate Beckinsale was the last person to be cast, which makes sense if they were saying that they were concerned about her being already with underworld yeah uh the scene of carl loading up gabriel with gear to fight the vampires is a tribute to the routine in most jane bond movies where q arms bond with all the latest technological gadgets for the next mission hugh jackman was reported to be in the running to play james bond at that time Uh, according to shoot you're giving me a funny look that would have been interesting yeah jackman is much would have preferred watching him than craig daniels i I'm not a Bond fan, but, you know. Yeah. Um, according to Shula Hensley, 
he sang to the kids on set in between takes to entertain that that would have been freaky having him if he was in his full-blown Frankenstein yeah. makeup too. Uh, Richard Roxburgh did his own wire work stunts. So Richard is, as I said before, is the, um, he's an Aussie and he played Dracula. Yeah. Uh, cans delivering the film to theatres were labelled the Vatican Detective. I love when I see stuff about what they label it because they obviously – they they – they label it as something that it's not so that it doesn't get stolen and and leaked and everything so movies never get sent to um theaters marked as what they are like van hell like for example van helsing it will be something similar sometimes they're really clever with what they do and sometimes they're completely different to what it is but they'll never send like lord of the rings as here's lord of the rings because they don't want people to get a hold of it and no no yeah so yeah they they labeled this one as the vatican detective which is funny because that's literally what Van Helsing is. He's yeah. employed by the Vatican to um, go and find monsters. But, yeah. yeah. Um, the movie has no opening credits. Something of an opening sequence precedes the full credits at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Carl is flirting with the villager after a vampire attack, the villager's makeup changes. Her face goes from being grimy and plain looking to clean and freshly made up once she learns that friars are not celibate. <laughs> Um, so that the production company can hold certain rights to the character, the original character from the Dracula series, Abraham Van Helsing, was changed to the new kid brother, Gabriel Van Helsing, instead. Um, this was the first feature film to use a full-blown cable cam setup. In 2009, a Van Helsing reimagining was announced by Universal with Del Toro directing and Tom Cruise starring, but it failed to materialise. That, No. Tom, no, 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 no. We don't need Tom Cruise in anything <laughs> else, no. <laughs> don't put him in my movies. But I don't why? He's, he's played that sort of role before. <laughs> no, he's played a vampire before. Uh, Elena was originally featured in The Masquerade Ball, but her scenes were deleted. Uh, when Anna is about to kill Alira, one of Dracula's brides, Alira makes a short speech about how she's going to kill her, thus giving Anna time to get the silver stake from Carl and stab her. As she does, she says, if you're going to kill somebody, do it. Don't stand there talking about it. This is very similar to Eli Wallach's line in The Good, the Bad and the Ugly when he is in a bathtub listening to a cowboy who's making a speech before trying to kill him. He says, when you want to shoot, just shoot, don't talk. It's always a thing. And then they do it in The Incredibles as well, yeah. as well when he's like, oh, yes, then he got me monologuing and he's there talking about how inevitable I am. And Yeah. Uh, the scene where Van Helsing, Carl, and Frankenstein's creature meet Alira in Budapest was Elena's first day on the set. Van Helsing battles Mr. Hyde in Paris. In The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the Quartermain temp capture Hyde in Paris too. Shula Hensley reprised his role of Frankenstein monster in Mel Brooks' stage adaptation of Young Frankenstein. Co-starring Roger Bard as Dr. Frederick Frankenstein, the play opened at the Hilton Theatre, New York City, on November 807. It closed on January 409 after 29 previews and 485 performances. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, when this movie was released in 04, Hugh Jackman had already begun playing Logan slash Wolverine in the X-Men series of movies, which began in 2000. Coincidentally, both characters have no memories of their pasts. <laughs> Uh, before David Wenham was cast as Carl Paul Hogan was reportedly considered oh, for the wow. role. <laughs> you call that a fang? This is a fang. <laughs> God. That, no. <laughs> I just can't see him as anything apart from Crocodile Dundee. Pretty much. 
Uh, Michael Bay was at one point considered to direct the film, but opted to direct The Island instead. I have seen that. I, I wasn't much for The Island. Mainly, I, I think, because we were forced to watch it for biology, I think. Can you stop playing music while we're on a podcast? Jeez. Um, Dracula shows he's a vampire by not appearing in the mirror. More impressive is when other party guests don't appear in the mirror before Frankenstein monster outs them as vampires. Uh, Van Helsing's two custom revolvers are fictional, but bear a resemblance to a, Web- a Webley Fosbury .455 automatic revolver. I just like that Gatling gun crossbow that he's got. And he just, you know. The big fancy gun. No, 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 it's not the gun, it's a crossbow. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The one that when the brides come flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he's shooting yeah, with yeah, the silver, yeah, yeah. but it's the it's a Gatling gun. Well, it's got the round chamber, essentially, and it acts like a Gatling gun, but yeah. it's just a rapid fire and yeah, yeah. off it goes. Did they ever do it? They did a Van Helsing game, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, based yeah. on the movie, yeah, yeah, PS2. Yeah. PS2, GameCube, and Xbox. Yeah. Uh, the Netherlands audience awarded Van Helsing with the TV Krant Film Poster Award. <laughs> Don't know if that means anything, but awesome. It's an award. Yeah. Feature, featured on episode number 210 on the podcast, How Did This Get Made? See, that to me sounds like something where it's going to be, why did they even do that? I love this movie. I think it's great. It's full of a lot of factual errors and a lot of goofs in this movie as well, but I think it's great. Um, in 2007, Shula Hensley also played the Monster in Melbrook's Broadway musical, which we talked about. Um with yeah, here you go. With the exception of Shula Hensley, Kevin J. O'Connor, and Josie Marin, the rest of the main cast are non-American actors. Where I was like, well, you've got yeah, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Kate Beckinsale, she's British. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I said, you've got David Wenham's Aussie, Richard's Aussie, Hugh Hugh's Aussie. Aussie. Um, I don't really know. Well, all of the brides are all from different nationalities as well. So. Yeah. Uh, it's set in the Victorian era. When Van Helsing, Carl, and Anna find Castle Dracula, Carl looks at what seems to be skeletons impaled on spikes. This is a reference to Vlad the Impaler, who Bram Stoker's Dracula is based off it. Um, although Kate Beckinsale's character carries a sword, she never uses it on an adversary. Actually, that's, that's true. <laughs> she doesn't. She does a lot of hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um... Okay, Leita and Patrick wrote a draft of the script, The Gill Man, The Invisible Man, The Bride of Frankenstein, The Mummy, Dracula, Dr. Heckle, no, sorry, Dr. Henry Jekyll, Mr. Edward Hyde, Frankenstein's Monster, and Lawrence Talbot slash The Wolfman. So it was like a mix of all of them together. Yeah. All right, we've hit the spoilers part of this segment. Um, Okay, so... Richard Roxburgh plays Dracula, while Sylvia Koloka plays Verona, one of his brides. In real life, they are married to one another. They met during filming and got married the following year. Throughout the movie, it is implied that Van Helsing is the Archangel Gabriel. He mentions fighting the Romans at Masada, to which Carl responds that was in 73 AD, referring to the siege of Masada in the First Jewish-Roman War. Later, Dracula gives his first name as Gabriel and refers to him as the left hand of God. Gabriel is considered God's messenger and was the angel to tell Zachariah and the Virgin Mary of John the Baptist and Jesus' birth, respectively. 
Dracula only kills one person in the film, which is Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, that's also a good point. The brides are generally the ones that go out they and get the feed. It. He just, yeah. I don't know how he gets his feed if he doesn't go out killing people. Maybe he's a lion. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> they do the hunting and bring it to him. Yeah. Uh, one of the last shots in which Van Helsing transforms back into a human from a werewolf was originally to be a nude scene for Hugh Jackman. However, Stephen Summers felt that it would have been too distracting to the viewer and disrupt the emotion of Anna's death from the scene. The nude shot is still used in the film. However, a CGI loincloth was animated to cover his rear. <laughs> yeah, I've always wondered, actually, let's be fair. I've always wondered, and they did it with Vulcan as well. They always had a flat, but I... I wonder, I'm like, why, if they've gone from a wolf back into a human, Where are they would they all of a sudden have this cloth? <laughs> they could have done it and just shot it a little bit up and you wouldn't know, but I'm sure everyone would have been distracted by Jackman butt. Like, I'm sure even when they first saw the movie, pretty ripped up the top. people would have just been there going, come on, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah, 100%. Uh, the last scene shot for actor Will Kemp was actually his death scene. It was filmed in Griffith Park in Los Angeles, California. In the scene, he is to lay against a rock. What the crew did not know was that there was a lot of spiders in the area. And when Kemp's scene was finally completed, he went home with numerous spider bites on his back and arms. Now, I'm pretty sure uh, he, yes, he's Velkin. So he's um, Anna's brother who was bitten by the werewolf. Okay. Uh, and he in turn bites Van Helsing. Yeah. Uh, when Van Helsing turns into a werewolf, he has a small patch of grey fur on his chest in the shape of a cross. Very fitting, since Van Helsing is said to be left-handed gone. I have never noticed that. There you go. Surprisingly. Uh, well, it's such a dark movie anyway, because he's he's black. Like, I'm pretty sure Velkin... There's three different coloured werewolves. The first one is a grey one. Velkin, Velkin, when he transforms, he's a, a brown. And then, yeah, Van Helsing is black. Um, the effect of the vampire bride's flying forms was pulled off by having the face and hair of the actresses made up as it would appear in the film and having their wear motion capture suits and film them against the green screen. The appearance of the three brides is based on the brides in Dracula 92. Ironically, Sylvia played the queen bride as Monica did and the two have been compared often. Also, the fair-haired vampire, Marishka, dies first in both movies. <laughs> Dracula's other form is not seen until the final cinematic battle. Yes, which I did like how they did that. You were all, it was always just implied. So in the opening scene, when he transforms to show Dr. Frankenstein what he really is, you only see the silhouette, uh, the shadow, mm -hmm. and you see the wings when he takes off. So you see wings and sort of a thing, but you don't see what he looks like. Yeah. Then when you see him flying every other time, like you see his face transform when he, gets like angry at his brides yeah, or whatever yeah. um or the fangs and that sort of thing you see that <clears throat> change um and then when they all take off and fly and they're through the air you don't see full forms they're just sort of like dust flying through but yeah they they held off on it which i think was really clever uh, and final bit of trivia for this one um, towards the end of the movie, during the battle between Dracula and Van Helsing as a werewolf, Van Helsing bears the claws on his right hand in a manner very similar to the way the X-Men Wolverine, <laughs> also played by Hugh Jackman, bears his. Well, that just makes sense if it's just a 
a natural, like, because he, he was playing Werewolf, or Werewolf, he was playing Wolverine for, what, four years already? Yeah, yeah, 2000s so, it said, and then this was 04, yeah, you, of course. They, they probably just said to him, they said, just do the Wolverine thing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. They're ready, well. I'm surprised they didn't actually have anything on unless they did. They're about his Wolverine stance that he does. Is it in front of, what's her name, his brother? In front of Elkin. When he's there and he goes, rah! I don't know, I don't think he does, I don't think he does it there. He does it, um... There is a part wherever he does it. No, it's not so much the full Wolverine stance, but it's more when he turns around to prepare for the transformation when he's having his final battle with Dracula. Yeah. He looks back to notice that the the moon's coming back out and he's getting ready to transform and he turns back and gets ready to start ripping at his skin. But, yeah, not a full, a full-blown. There's the general cross with his weapons, but not the full-blown mm, okay. stance. Not like he does in Night at the Museum 3. Where he's on stage, remember? And Maybe like, that's what it was, because yeah, we watched that shortly yeah, after. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah no, it would have been where that. That's he does it. Okay, yeah. never mind. Because <laughs> they call him Huge Ackman. Yeah. <laughs> it's Huge Ackman. Alrighty, well, we'll wrap this one up here, and then we'll probably come at you with another one, because why not? Um, take care, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.